Hey guys, and welcome to the second episode of For the Love of Chelsea. Uh, this is your host, Chelsea. And today I wanted to talk to you about one of the biggest playing factors in why I decided now that I needed to change my way of thinking and my way of life. Um, it kind of started back, uh, we're in the middle, or we're just starting, sorry, this pandemic, and at the time, um, we had gone down to Florida to see Garrett, my husband's, um, grandfather, who just celebrated his 79th birthday, he's a snowbird, he goes down to Florida for the winter and we went down there to celebrate his 79th birthday with him for a long weekend and around this time I had started noticing that um, my left armpit or axilla as I will refer to it um, was swelling a bit and I had been putting on some weight so I wasn't entirely sure what exactly was going on I just knew that it felt odd and it seemed to be just swelling up a bit more than my right side. So I think it was when I got back um, from there, I ended up going to the doctors for my yearly exam and I just happened to mention, I almost forgot, but I did mention this and she felt, my doctor felt it and she's like, yeah, uh, let me go see with the OBGYN, like, what they would recommend we do. I think she's going to agree with me that you need an ultrasound to see if there is anything there, but let me just go make sure. Well, five minutes later, she came back in. She's like, yeah. I started talking about it, and she's like, yeah, let's, let's get an ultrasound. So I ended up going. I worked at a hospital at that time. And I had my ultrasound, and I knew because I had actually, right before that, I had done a job shadow with the ultrasound technician, and I knew she was measuring stuff. So she wasn't able to tell me she had found anything, but I knew by her clicking and like dragging that she was measuring something that she had found. So I get a call a few days later, and they did confirm that there was a mass. They weren't sure exactly what it was, if it was a cyst, if it was, you know, just a fatty mass. They weren't sure. So they sent me for a biopsy, and um, that was a fun experience. I, it wasn't bad, but a lot of people saw my bare chest, and I had come to find out that I was going to get very used to being topless around strangers, which being very shy and very self-conscious was kind of a new experience for me. But I had my biopsy and um, it was like two nurses or two assistants, whatever. I'm not entirely sure what they technically are called. And the pathologist or the person who drives the needle into me, uh, 
you know, I did it fully awake. Um, they just did like the local anesthetic and unfortunately he didn't really get like behind the mass very well. So, uh, it, what they do is they have this long hollow needle and sorry for anyone who is kind of afraid of needles or just hospitals in general. But they have this long hollow needle that they put in, and when they go through the mass, they there's a little clamp that clamps shut, and they pull out a... It's called a core biopsy, is what it's called. And pretty much they're taking out bits of the suspicious mass, and then they send it off to be tested. So he did that four times, and each time I felt when he pierced through it, and when the clip shot, when the cap shot. But I just, you know, gritted my teeth and I said, go on with it. We're already, excuse me, you know, we're already um, most of the way through this. Might, might as well not stop now. So we went on to do that. And when the results came back, they were pretty inconclusive. They weren't entirely sure what the mass was aside from partial lymph nodes and whatever else was making the mass that surrounded them. Um, if they didn't want, if they weren't going to have it removed, then I was definitely going to push for it to have it removed. But my doctor was like, no, you, this needs to be gone. We're going to refer you to a hospital. They were going to send me to Maine General, but it was out of network at the time for me, so... And I had worked for a company that has been kind of taking over Maine and pretty much the home office refused to take me, which kind of upset me. Oh, it upset me a lot. So I had to drive an hour and a half down to Portland, Maine to get it removed with it being in network of my insurance. So... They were very, very nice. I liked most of the staff there, except for the surgeon. Um, she was okay, but she wasn't very descriptive, I guess. Um, pretty much, we they took it out. She said there were some angry lymph nodes, which just were acting up, and it was like a fatty mass or whatever. She didn't. She really didn't explain a lot. So... For the next month, I drove back every two weeks to see, you know, how I was doing and everything. And the results came back, and they pretty much had nothing to tell me. Um, they removed six lymph nodes, which pretty much left me without a lymphatic system in my left arm. Which means that if I get cut, scraped, anything on my left arm, and I don't clean it very well... Uh, there is a super high risk of infection because my body can't doesn't have the system that takes care of that anymore in my left arm. So I could become or I could get infected very easily, which today I just realized that means it could go pretty much straight to my heart in an instant, which is terrifying. But they were originally afraid that it was cancer and what my surgeon told me right to my face was, it's not cancer. Can't you just 
isn't that enough? Can't you just be happy about that? Well, sure, but, you know, why is it that it caused, or what was it that caused this mass, and why were my lymph nodes, quote, angry? And it's just been kind of a really frustrating process. Um, you know, I have nerve damage in my left arm now. I have lymphedema, which means that my arm swells. And a lot of it's because I'm within the first six months of the surgery, which I had done in August. But I could have this for the rest of my life. Uh, the nerve damage, you know, my hand doesn't work right anymore. Um, my strength is still okay. But I was just starting to live a very active lifestyle. I was just getting into skiing and snowboarding. You know, I was taking camping more seriously hunting, fishing, all of that stuff. All these things that are a risk to my health now. Well, not that they weren't before, but even more so now. And, you know, I have no idea what caused it. And now my right axilla, my right armpit is showing the same signs. So I actually have a doctor's appointment this coming Friday to see if there's, you know, anything that I need to be worried about over there, if it's just for me using my right arm so much more now because I really can't use my left arm. I can use it, but there's just a risk, and, you know, I'm still healing from the surgery, but it's it's really taken a toll on my mental health. Um, it's a big lifestyle change, and now I really got to make sure, you know, my weight can play a factor in this. Like I said, I had been gaining weight, so now I'm trying to eat better, eat more healthy foods, and I really gotta start exercising, but I gotta find some exercises that don't involve a lot of physical activity with my left arm right now. Um, yeah, that's just, you know, it, it was really hard. Especially the first few weeks of recovery after the surgery, I was couch bound. Um, I don't know how I even managed to go to the bathroom by myself. Uh, my mom helped me a lot. My husband helped me a lot. My mom really helped me a lot. Uh, my husband's very squeamish. So when it came to switching out like my drainage tube or washing, you know, under my arm and helping me with the bandages and stuff. It was my mom that did a lot, and it made me feel very helpless. I am very independent. I do not... I love being spoiled, but I really don't like depending on other people for anything. That's why, you know, I have my own job. I make my own money. I buy all of my own things. Like, I'm super independent. I don't like feeling like I owe anyone and I don't like feeling like I have to depend on anyone for anything. It's It was very difficult and I found myself crying one day just because it was it was embarrassing, you know, having to have my mom clean me up, help me wash my hair, you know, help me even move my arm just the right way. I, I couldn't do it by myself. Um, and it's Really, even now, I can use my arm more. 
I have to wear a compression sleeve pretty much all the time now. I mean, I'm wearing one right now. If I don't, my arm and, um, you know, like the left side, my ribs, my underarm, you know, my breast, everything will swell up. And it gets to be a bit painful. And it's just one of those things where it took me a couple of months, it's December now, to even, what do I want to say, like, I did not, I refused to wear my sleeve for a while, and it's taken me quite some time to accept the fact that this is my life now, you know, I'm still processing it, I've accepted the sleeve now, it makes my arm feel so much better, it allows me to use it more, um, I now bought three sleeves compression sleeves I'll have to wear this if I travel in a plane um, I'll have to wear a medical grade compression sleeve if I travel anywhere by plane if I'm snowboarding I need to wear this if I'm doing any sort of physical activity I need to wear my sleeve and they're not cheap. They're $60 a sleeve, and that's one of the cheaper ones that I've found. And this isn't my medical grade. This is my 20 to 30 um, compression knot, and I need a 30 to 40 for a medical grade. And I don't even, I don't have one of those yet, because I just, I don't need one yet. Uh that and now I have to wear like sports bras again for the compression there and it's just it's such a change and it's a lot to take in a lot of this the nurses didn't tell me my surgeon didn't tell me I mean they warned me this was worst case scenario but I'm glad I ended up deciding to go to physical therapy because I couldn't extend my left arm for quite a while after I had a tight cord so I had to have some manual um, you know, therapy to get that cord loosened so I could extend my arm fully again. And she was the one who actually went into a lot of detail and had a lot of advice for me, which I appreciated. And she was appalled that they couldn't tell me any more about why I had this mass and why my lymph nodes were acting up. They couldn't, they, she was just appalled that they, they didn't care because it was not cancer. They did not care what it was. So I I really appreciate her. I feel like I'm just kind of rambling. Uh, getting used to, you know, I don't, I haven't taken notes or anything to keep myself on track. But I wanted to be as open and as real as possible with these uh, episodes, you know, I wanted to kind of give you a little bit of insight into my life, into my mind right now, about why I feel it's so important that, you know, I do learn to love myself again, even though I feel completely and utterly broken right now, you know, mentally and physically, I, I just... Every time, or not every time, but there are a lot of times where I look down at my arm and now I have to wear my compression sleeve and I see it and I just feel broken. You know, I, I drop things that I'm trying to carry my with my left hand because 
the nerve damage and everything just makes it difficult. And I just, I guess I don't feel sorry for myself, but I'm frustrated. You know, I know people live with a lot worse than I do. And I should be grateful, you know, that I didn't have cancer and that I still have the use of my arm. But it just, it's a lot to process and accept right now. And especially if I have another mass in my right arm and it becomes worst case scenario again. It's it's going to be a lot and I'm I'm not sure how I'm going to be able to handle it. But I think I think we're coming near a good spot to pause right now and maybe I'll talk about this a little bit more especially after, you know, my doctor's appointment come Friday. So thank you for stopping by and joining me on the beginning of my journey, you know, to self-acceptance and love and all that stuff. And I hope you guys are having a wonderful and great snowy day. We just had a big snowstorm here up in Maine. I think it's our first real one of the winter, and I think it's going to stick around. So I hope everybody's staying safe. If you're down in the southern states, I hope you're enjoying your beautiful weather right now. And once again, thank you for stopping by. Until next time.